0: Hi everyone, this is Ryan with Raceroo Fitness. Uh, Jordan and I plan to get together tomorrow, which will be Thursday, to record again. Um, I am back, been back for about a week now, from uh, Mexico, well, went on a cruise to Mexico. That was kind of an experience, I'll touch on that uh, little experience of mine um, in that podcast. Uh, But we wanted to get ahead and uh, share our expectations for this upcoming uh, duels race qualifying race Um, cars are on track we've had uh, a couple practice sessions already and uh, it's kind of interesting seeing uh, who's up front so um, along with that the uh, the clash went on uh, while I was out on the boat Um, didn't have any service so I didn't get to watch it had to record it and watch it afterwards but uh, we'll share our thoughts on that as well with the podcast, um, but I'm just going to give you a little uh, preview to that. I thought that it was a big success. I uh, didn't think maybe that, like like what we alluded to, maybe the racing wasn't the best, but I thought that the result was very good. So we'll touch in on that. Um, we'll also have the fitness side uh, today, but I just wanted to touch in just a little bit real quick, give my expectations for, uh, for the dual races coming up. So... Um, We got qualifying coming up. We'll have to see how that turns out. Typically, you'll see patterns with qualifying. Um, Hendrick's been very, very good uh, at Daytona with qualifying. So what you you tend to see is that uh, team cars tend to end up being stuck together just because the packages they bring are so similar. Um, I feel like this year will be no different, maybe even more egregious in that regard. Um, As we were seeing with practice, the Ford camp was really, really fast. I believe in uh, second practice, the top 10 spots were all Ford. Um, I don't think you'll quite see that. Uh, I'm sure that those Hendrick guys um, and the RCR group too, you have to imagine, uh, they usually bring some some pretty big firepower on qualifying day. So I would think you're still going to see groups... Of, of similar cars, team cars, manufacturers uh, Kind of paired together In, in spots throughout the field um, But it's looking like, a, like The Fords might have The edge right now So uh, Michael McDowell set The fastest time in the first practice um, So kind of a, a Surprise but not a surprise I guess um, With this This car Everyone's trying to figure it out And go figure the first practice of the year, defending champion of the 500, was a little bit of a surprise, uh, sets fast time. But practice two, it looked like the Penske group had their their car figured out. And as we've seen from the clash, they might be one of the ones on top of it. Uh, I would not imagine the Toyota camp to be fast, that fast in practice, or qualifying rather, um, just because historically that's not what they do. Um, They're usually not setting fast time in in qualifying. Um, They usually are fast-ish, but not up front. And then they come out in the duels and get a decent position, and then they're fast on Sunday. Uh, Can't can't count them out because, obviously, Denny Hamlin has a, a history of winning this thing. Um, and you know all those guys in the Toyota camp—they're all fast. They all have just as good of a shot to win, but I'm not expecting them to show too much in qualifying, uh, just because of that's not what they do. Uh, now going to the duels. Um, typically with the duels, what what you see is you'll have one race that is kind of more aggressive. Uh, guys are making a little bit more moves. Um, it, it seems like if the the first race is guys being more aggressive, there's a couple accidents. Um, everyone in the second group kind of goes, "Hey guys, let's not do that. Let's kind of like just be a little more easy. Let's not destroy our stuff." Um, but then on the flip side of that, if the first one's kind of kind of tame, little boring. Uh, Just guys making laps, and the second one, everyone kind of seems to to get, um, you know, like a little overconfident in what they can do in their cars, uh, trusting the other guys just a little too much to do the right thing. Um, So you always seem to have one race that is just a little bit more chaotic than the other. Uh, This year, because of the part shortages. Um, I'm going to expect these are going to be some of the most tame, boring, dual races to date. Um, You will have a couple guys that have to race in, uh, and they might be the chaos points. But all in all, I think that the majority of the field is going to be very, very smart. And I think you might even see maybe some kind of agreement through the garage even if it's not stated uh maybe a bunch of guys saying hey look we we don't need to tear stuff up we need to protect our cars let's just ride let's get through this thing let's finish this race because qualifying position for their, for the restricted play races do not matter so let's be smart let's don't do anything stupid stay in line complete the laps finish the race, and we'll worry about it on Sunday. Um, So I I would expect, I fully expect these races to be some of the least interesting uh, dual races in recent memory, just because I think a lot of guys are going to be protecting their equipment even more than usual, Um, just because it, it doesn't make sense to go out there and be aggressive and risk wrecking a car right now when you're going to be putting yourself in a bad position as far as parts going down the line, especially um, so one of these four-car teams, Stuart Haas, Joe Gibbs, Hendrick. If, if all of your cars get tore up on in the duels and then get tore up on Sunday, you could be in big trouble. You could be in very, very big trouble. And to any of the teams who do tear up two cars, especially if it's some of these uh, um, underfunded teams... Uh, it could uh, it could be very, very interesting going forward, especially with the fact that we go west virtually right away. Um, and especially if you're you know like colleague with, uh, with the way Haley got tore up at the clash, uh, you go down to Daytona, you destroy one or two cars and it could be uh, it could be very, very dire situations. Now, I say that I think a lot of the vendors, are in a position right now that they understand this. And I, I'm not being told anything, but I think that there might be some kind of reservations to be like, hey, let's see who tears stuff up and then let's help them out and make sure that they're okay going down the line. Um, because if, if you just issue parts out, you know, per all the chartered teams, like was the plan. Uh, You might run into a situation where a a Hendrick doesn't tear up anything and then they have plenty of parts, but a Penske gets caught up in a bunch of stuff that's not of their own doing and they have no parts to go west. So I think that there's some plans there that's just not being addressed out in public. Um, But uh, it could be a situation where it it, it does get a little dire. Um, Some of these teams might be taking... Stuff off of one car when you get it back to the shop, and just putting it on uh, some, some of their cars to go out to, to Vegas and to California and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, but because of all that, like I said, I, I really feel like these dual races are going to be tame, they're going to be a lot of follow the leader, let's get through 60 laps, let's not do anything crazy. And and survive, and we'll come back at it on Sunday. Sunday, I think, will be a whole different story. I think a lot of teams will want to put themselves in position to be the first winner at Daytona in this car. There's a, a tremendous sense of pride that comes with that, but um, even then, I think that it'll be very, very team until we get to the very end. Um, I think there'll be a little chaos early. Uh, guys that you know just trying to figure this car out we've seen it happen how these cars don't drive the same as the old car and and you know even chase Elliott in the clash getting when he spun out just kind of spun out in a way that you wouldn't expect him to spin out just because the way the car handles differently um so you might have a little of that early on especially with some of the very very inexperienced guys some of the lower budget teams that haven't had the ability to practice Quite as much, uh, but then I think you'll you'll get through that, and then a big chunk of the middle of the race will be very, very tame, very follow the leader, stay out of danger, and and just try to get to the end. But I think the end will be chaos. It'll be a lot of carnage, um, and it'll be a very very sad time for a lot of a lot of these team owners. So uh, that's my prediction. Um, we'll see how these duels turn out qualifying I believe is today Um, so a lot of racing coming up this weekend Uh, trucks Friday Xfinity Saturday and then the cup race of course is Sunday so we will get to you guys before then so make sure you tune in listen for our preview we'll break down that we'll break down the Super Bowl Um, sorry the big game the big game I've learned that that's a big deal you can't say that so, we'll break down our thoughts on that uh, and get ready for the season. And uh, if Jordan has any dirt news, I'm sure we'll t- tune into that. I think that there was some stuff going on. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, Jordan now should have a segment that I'm going to add on here. So, I'll talk to you guys in a few days. Bye. guys it's jordan with Racer brew radio just leaving a message here giving you my opinion about the duels tonight um it's 500 weekend how more excited could you be um i think the the duels are going to be a little tame because uh the new car so we'll talk about that tonight and uh guess what dirt racing's in full full swing outlaws ran all stars ran i'll give you updates on all that and more so i'll talk to you real soon guys